welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and I should say good morning, everyone, instead of hello, like I usually do, because we're recording so early today. Um, So I'll just say good morning, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. Uh, I am one of the hosts, Jerry Evanoff. This is December 6th, 2020. This is episode 106, and with me, as always, what is is my sister, Lindsay? Hi, Lindsay. What is behind you? That was a a good introduction. What is behind you hanging on the wall that looks like you're covering something up? It's a purple sheet, and um, on the wall behind me, um, Jeremy calls it the I love me wall. It has um, our uh, college degrees. That's basically what's behind me. But then it also has like his um, awards and plaques and things that he's um, accumulated throughout his years in the military. Um, But when I teach in the mornings, I'm supposed to have like a plain background. And normally I would sit in my big chair because the big chair is just like this gray background. Um, but I haven't been sleeping well and I'm so tired in the morning. I'm afraid if I sit in my comfortable chair, I'm going to nod off during class. So I wanted to sit at my desk. So I hung this sheet up, which it's still pretty busy behind me, but yeah, like, at least I try. do you see that right there? Yeah. I see a Pac-Man video game. Yeah. It's, it's a really desktop small. Pac-Man video game. Does it work? And it's awesome. Okay, yeah, it works. So it works. it okay. even plays the noises and everything. Yeah. I love it. And it has like four or five different games on there, but um, Kean and Jeremy will play those, but I just play Pac-Man. That's funny. I was looking at, um, I was on Amazon this week, pretty much every day. Uh, it's become the second addiction behind YouTube. And I actually, I legitimately think I have a YouTube addiction. Um, and I saw an old Atari 2600 with all the games like loaded onto it. And I thought that's really cool. And it was cheap. And I thought, and it was like the first two games were like Kaboom and Stampede, which of course remind me of our grandmother. And because yeah. she loved uh, Stampede. And I thought, that's really cool. And there was like this urge to buy it. And then I thought, yeah, but I'll never play it. But I kind of want to have it because it reminds me of when I was well, a kid. We have it. Um, oh. It's upstairs in Kian's room. So when you come for Christmas, you can hop on and okay, play if you can get it out of your system. Right. I don't think Pitfall is on there, though, which is kind of a bummer. Oh, that's disappointing. Um, what about Dig Dug? I do enjoy Dig Dug. Uh, I don't remember. Friends. We got it a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. I think I played on it a couple of times and that was it. And that's my fear. Like I bought an Xbox three Christmases ago and I've played it maybe 25 times in three years. And cause I'm not a gamer anymore. I don't play games. Yeah. Like I, when I was a kid, I played games and I, I, but I wish I could find something that I could really like immerse myself in, but I just never do. So see, that's why I like the Pac-Man because like I get killed pretty quickly cause I suck at it. Um, and then I can move on with my life. Well, there's a game on my phone. I play two games on my phone. One is called Wordscapes, which is like a crossword puzzle style scramble game. Mm -hmm. And the other one, which I could just go in and play whenever I want. I could just keep leveling up as much as I want. Who cares? But the other one is called Super Stickman Golf, where (laughs) you just- Ian has some Super Stickman games. Yeah. I enjoy the golf one because you can just play it when you want and who cares? And it's like Pac-Man. You just play it until you want to stop. And yeah. So anyway, all right. Good, good. (laughs) Good, good, that was good. That was good banter in the in the at the beginning of the podcast. So, uh, book three for me. 
I know. Book three for me. Okay, so I just real quick, I am tentatively calling this book Revolution. I don't know if it's going to start. I think I kicked around Rebellion also. I don't know if it's going to stay that way, but I will say that it is going to stay one word. When I created this whole seven book series many, many moons ago, I wanted it to be um, book one, four, and seven were going to be uh, forgetting tomorrow and book seven was going to be remembering yesterday. So book mm-hmm. four was going to be something like something today. I don't know what word I'm going to use. I had fighting today in there for a while, but I don't think I like the way that sounds. So I might change it. And then books four, five, six, uh, wait, no, two, three, five, and six were going to be one word titles. I was going to stick to that theme. So book three will be one, a one word title. I'm sticking, I'm kind of going revolution right now. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I know spark was book two and it's, Spark, I typed it a couple of days ago to Amazon. There's like a thousand books named Spark, but I don't care. I don't care if Revolution is used a thousand times. It's These are the titles I want to have on my book. So that's what I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm currently, do you have a title for your book too yet? You don't have to give it away if you do. I do. It's actually in the back of book one. If you read oh, okay. the back matter, I put it in there. But I was thinking about changing it because I have a really good title, but it's pretty common. So I don't know. Yeah, the commonality, if that's a word, that doesn't really bother me too much. I think it's like, if you put a, a combination of the title and my name on there, that's kind of what makes it different. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm okay with it. Well, like there's a Game of Thrones. Let me see here. Oh, are you uh, calling it the Red Wedding? Oh my God. No. Okay, just checking. Maybe it's maybe it's not Game of Thrones. That wouldn't be a very Okay, good so there's a George R.R. R. Martin book that has that is titled... Uh, the world of ice and fire and I wanted to call book two fire and ice because it just fits the book so well Um, right now it's called all at once but I really want to change it to fire and ice you should that's actually a really good title and you may run across people who are searching for George R.R. Martin that find your book and that's true way different but yeah all right. So anyway, uh, I am up to, I am up 5,628 words up to 26,642, which is a nice chunk of uh, change to add to the, to the book. I'm back writing again. I'm very happy about that. Uh, in terms of Mailer Light, I, I did not expect this. I had forgotten that I'd gotten in the promos that I'd gotten into, which is, will explain why I haven't sent an email yet. We'll get into that later. Um, I am up 79 subscribers to 892 uh, I'm okay with it. The reason that I'm okay with all the, the people that, you know, I've complained about freebie seekers in this podcast many times, but in this case, I'm actually okay with it because of what's going on in December. I want to get as many eyes on my uh, promo that I'm doing as possible. So just keep them coming, keep them coming. And I've kind of got a way that I might be able to, um, uh, what's the word, get some of them out of there, um, before the promo starts, the ones that yeah. don't want to be there. So we'll, we'll, talk about that later so and and you'll notice i have no golf recap and no bowling recap in the outline stop smiling so big um <laughs> it's just because i'm not doing either of those things right now the weather sucks and my building isn't finished even when my building is finished i'm not going to give golf recaps because who cares about simulator stuff i mean you barely care about the the real golf so i mean this could be it for golf recap or bowling recap until like april Wow. So that's what happens when you live in Ohio today. It's going to be 63 degrees in Georgia. Yeah. I don't, let's see. I don't really know what the temperature is right now. Let me, I can just pull it up really fast. I know it's cold because I opened my back door to let the dog out earlier. So right now it is uh, 29 uh, Mm. overcast and chilly with a high of 34. So I considered closing my blinds because the sun is just really Uh, terrible. Yeah. Did I tell you that my neighbor's house is going up for sale in February? 
uh, once or twice or a hundred times. Okay. Yeah, you've mentioned it. I'm just letting you know. So, yeah, right send me the um, send me the uh, Zillow link once it's out there. Yeah. It's, it might be out there now, but send it over. No, now. it's not out there yet. Not till February. Anyway. So that's all. So I, I mean, that's oh. all I have for stats. I don't have anything else. Wow, it's a short stat week for you. Um, my book two word count is up to sixteen thousand eight hundred forty. I'm up two thousand four hundred and sixty-seven words. Um, I have 659 active subscribers, 40 new subscribers, and two unsubscribers. Um, that book fun funnel promo that I did uh, over Black Friday weekend, whatever, it ended on Monday. Um, and I haven't had any new subscribers since then, which is fine. Um, I'm not real concerned about subscribers right now. Like, I just want to get the book done. Like, I feel like when I get book two out, then I can start promoting more because people like series, I guess. Um, I have 72 Amazon ads running, um, 89,737 impressions and 81 clicks. The average is one click per 1000, according to Brian Cohen. So I'm eight behind the curve on that. Um, I, I still only have three sales and I should have eight sales. Uh, so I'm kind of and I wonder if it's because these are like older ads, because Brian says that Amazon likes ads that are short run, and these have been running since October. Um, I've spent $17.28. I'm still up, so that's good, um, at least on sales, not really how much I've actually earned from those sales. Um, but those are my only stats. I don't have a lot going on as far as stats. Um, the... Uh, Amazon ads, um, I extended about 57 of them, I think this morning to end next week. Um, I'm hoping to reach 100 clicks this week so I can start analyzing those and figure out what's working and what's not. And um, I did go ahead and publish, um, publish, purchase Publisher Rocket. So I can, you know, I can start figuring out what keywords are working best and make some new keywords from those keywords. Um, as far as book two news, I have six chapters finished. I, I just really need to work faster. Um, I don't know what's going on. Um, 20, 2,500 words though. That's pretty good for you compared to the last few weeks. So. Yeah, but it's like a chapter a week. That's not fast enough. I need to, um, I need to get more written. I mean, 30 chapters, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a first draft in a month. That's not, oh no, a chapter a week. That's 30 months, isn't it? I'm yeah. sorry, 30 weeks. 30 it? weeks. Oh, never mind. Math, math yeah. is hard this early in the morning. <laughs> um, I've been tracking my sales rank on Author Central because you can see if your sales rank goes up, it's because somebody bought your book. You're not going to see it on KDP until the book ships or until they start reading the book. But as far as the stats go, you can see it right away. However, that new author central they have, it's two days behind. The old one, it was like up to the minute. Did you know I, that? I don't I don't know. And I don't know these links you're talking about. I have got like four Amazon links stored in my bookmarks. I have one that says Amazon author. That's not it. That's about me. I have kin dashboard Kindle direct publishing. Is that it? No, it's author central. Um... I'm going to have to get that link. Yeah, send me that link so I can look at that. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's two days. It's two days behind, which I'm really frustrated about because, um, it, it like I want to see what's happening today. I know what happened two days ago, you know. 
So I don't know. I am just really frustrated by that. Let me, let me copy this for you real quick. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have as far as news goes. Um, so nothing else is really going on. I'll touch on this with Amazon ads, but let me ask you this. When you, you know, the Brian Cohen stuff, when, when Brian Cohen said, um, you, you don't do anything until you get a hundred clicks, but you said that maybe those ads are really old and that's the problem. Could yeah. you, could you generate new ads, same keywords, put the old ones on hold, uh, and then count the old clicks from the ones you put on hold along with the new ones as part of your hundred clicks. And that way maybe you refresh them a little bit. I don't I, know, he I, just said, he just said, keep moving the date back. That's the way I understood okay. his, his teachings. Um, and he, he even mentioned, you know, it's really frustrating. It's, it's a long process. This is, you know, a marathon, not a sprint. And you're going to get to the point where you just want to like throw it all away, but don't keep at it. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like marathons. They take way too long and I don't like to run. I know. So. I just want everybody in the world to buy my book and that would just make things a lot easier. Life. Yeah, I know. So in terms of news, I, I have a, a bunch of stuff here. First one, though, is a kind of a techie thing. Uh, I remember having a conversation with you and the mom earlier this week because there was this item on my Amazon wish list that I wanted to buy for myself. And I had a specific reason for wanting to buy it now and not waiting till Christmas. And I was afraid that maybe you guys had already bought it for me for Christmas. And uh, so I kind of asked you and I tried to do like this you know, you don't have to tell me what you bought me, but did you buy me this? And if you did, I'm like, <laughs> if you did buy me this, don't say yes, because I want it to be a surprise, but then how will I know that I can, it was a weird, I had the same weird conversation with her, but in both cases, neither of you had bought it. So I went ahead and got it. It's a keyboard for my Surface Pro. If I was to go, I, it's a weird thing about laptops I've had now with, I've, I've had two um, Chromebooks and now one laptop. And I really, really love the Chromebooks. I do. I'm a big fan of these Chromebooks, except for I want to run Scrivener and I want to run, want to run Microsoft Office stuff. And you can't install those on a Chromebook. So that's why last year at this time, I went and bought a Surface. And I only bought a Surface because I thought, ah, you know, I see a lot about them. Let's just see, you know, the NFL always has them on the sidelines and at work, they talk about them a lot. So let's just see what they're like. I would not buy a Surface again if that option came up. Only, and the simple reason is because it's not a laptop. It's a tablet. And I have, oh. you know, I, I had that Chromebook that, that uh, I gave to Kean last year yeah. and it goes into tablet mode. I never once put it in tablet mode. Yeah. And with the tablet I have now, I'll be honest with the tablet. I have the surface. I, I might've over the last you know year, five or 10 times actually used it as a tablet, but it's very rare. Uh, the keyboard that I bought, you know, it has a, a little kickstand on the back of it that the, the, the tablet does itself. And then you buy this keyboard and you can make it into a laptop. But if you're, that's great if you're sitting at a table. When I was going to Chick-fil-A every day or, or lunch, it was great. But yeah. now that there are nights when I'm sitting on my couch, it's so flimsy, that keyboard. So this this thing that I bought is called a bridge keyboard. It's B-R-Y-D-G-E uh, because nothing on the internet is spelled correct anymore. And um, it, <laughs> it neither is, are people's names. Oh, that's true. It's made directly for a, a Surface and it's a hard keyboard and it has these... Um, Oh, I don't know the words. You kind of slide the tablet into it and then you can you can move it up or down and make it like a regular um, laptop. It doesn't have to have that kickstand in the back. Those things hold it up. And I hooked it. I got it yesterday, charged it all night, hooked up this morning and it works exactly like I want. The reason that I wanted it now though, and I didn't want to wait, wait till Christmas is because I've got potentially a 13 hour car ride coming and I want to be able to use it in the car 
uh, because I want to try to write as much as I can. I have the laptop with the, the surface has really good battery life. Uh, the, but even if it doesn't, I have a battery that gives like three charges throughout yeah. the day so I can charge it as much as I want. So I want to try to get as many words as I can in during that drive. Cause I know that drive is going to be so boring. Um, so <laughs> that, uh, so if you're, if you have a surface and you want to turn it into an actual rigid style laptop, not just the flimsy keyboard that you can get with a, an iPad or a surface, uh, I would recommend this. I haven't used it 100. I haven't used it much. In fact, I've barely used it at all. I hooked it up and connected it Bluetooth and it worked. Uh, I used the keyboard a hair just to make sure it worked and it worked. So uh, they do make them for, for iPads and then they do make this one here that I bought for surfaces. So I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to the one I bought um, for anyone who wants to see it. Uh, and I'm taking a note to do that. Okay. So in terms of November marketing, uh, I had the, the book funnel promo that ran through November 30th, which was last Monday. Uh, it was pretty good. It, it was a sales promo. I had 45 shares, which is the most I've sent to one of these sales promos, which is good. I had 52 clicks on Forgetting Tomorrow, which is my first book and Spark got 44 clicks. That's my second book. The story origin one started November 1st. It's still going. It goes till December 15th. And as I've said a thousand times, they need to make it uh, make me understand how many clicks I actually got because without that, I don't know if it's actually doing anything. It could be zero and I don't know. It could be a hundred and I don't know. Well, I know it's not a hundred based on my sales, but um, <laughs> Amazon ads. I'm up to I'm up to forty nine. I used Publisher Rocket on Sunday or Monday, whatever night it was, to create two more using the keywords time travel, old west. I tried to do the Goodreads thing that. Um, that you had talked about with Brian Cohen saying you need hundred clicks before you can wait. Uh, no, I tried to do the Goodreads thing that you learned in that Amazon ad thing the uh, class. Yeah, the scraper, but it gave me like eight results. And I thought, well, all of those results are already in the publisher rocket results. So, there's oh, no yeah. so you can't do that. I've run into that a few times where I'll type an author name in there and I'll get like six results, not even six pages, but six results. Oh. And I, don't end up, I don't end up using it. I think it's because you know, I think it's the same reason that when I go to do a Facebook ad and I type Connie Willis as a keyword, well, Connie Willis is a pretty big author. She's got a lot of books out there. They're really good books. They fit perfect with what I write, but her name isn't even one of the uh, interests that you can choose from. So my guess is you can't choose her for your Facebook profile as an interest. And I wonder why that is. I wonder how to make that work. Like if I was Connie Willis, I'd be like, wait, I want people to choose me as an interest. Yeah. So I wonder how, how you know, that works. So um, in terms of my numbers, uh, my Amazon ad numbers, um, I have, let's see, I, I'm behind, I'm more behind the curve than you are. I have 47,882 impressions. So almost 48,000 impressions with 33 clicks. So, you know, one out of every 10 is what you're supposed to get. I'm at one out of every, I don't know, 1,450, not one out of every 10, one every thousand. I'm at one every 1,450. So mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not where you want to be. Uh, I had this sudden influx of clicks last week. Um, and I went from whatever my spend was last week, $3 and something to $5 and 62 cents. Um, I do have 33 total clicks now, 17 cents per click. I mean, those numbers are all good. The 17 cents per click is good. Uh, I only have the one sale, uh, $3.99. I made like $2 and 70 cents. I still only have the two different sets of page reads, 578 on one, nine on the other. So the person that read the first nine obviously hasn't gone back and read the rest of it. <laughs> um, I've spent $5.62 total and I've made $5.45. So I'm a little on the, uh, in the red. Is that the red or the black? Is that, what, what, is that the red where I'm, I've spent more than I've made? Yes, you're in the That's red. That's the red. Okay, I'm in the red. Okay. So the goal is to be <laughs> in the black, right? Is that yeah. how it works? Okay. Yeah. So the Amazon ads, I, I just, 
every time I look at these Amazon ads, I just wonder how people make money. Um, I don't get it. I was listening to um, Kirsten Oliphant's podcast this morning when I got up uh, and, and she was talking about Amazon ads and she said, you know, I have these Amazon ads and they're doing terrible. Like, I don't know anybody who makes money on Amazon ads except for like Mark Dawson. Um, he's the only Brian person. Cohen. And Brian Cohen. So there's two, but these are like, these are like big time authors. Like are, are Amazon ads made for people like you and I to make money? Yeah, they are actually when, um, so I joined this uh, Facebook page. It's for people who have completed Brian Cohen's Amazon ad challenge. It's kind of like a continuation. And some of the moderators that were on the challenge are on this page. And so like, you're getting good advice. And there are quite a few people who are making the big bucks once they get into the tier two, tier three um, ad levels. So are we still in tier one right now? Yes, we're in tier one. All right. So when does tier two start after hundred clicks or is there more after that? Um, after hundred clicks, that's when you start your tier two ads. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be fun to talk about next year or with you, hopefully in the next two weeks. Next hopefully week. next yeah. week, hopefully. Uh, in terms of Facebook, so Facebook was kind of fun this week. Um, I, I, I had mentioned last week on the podcast that, you know, I was getting, if you, okay, so Amazon ads. So Brian Cohen said, how many, how many sales should you have per click? Is it one out of 10? Uh, no, um, 10,000. So it's, that's impression. So it's one out of 10,000 impressions. You should have. Oh, a yeah, sale. yeah. Yeah. So I had been looking at my Facebook ads kind of with that number in mind. Well, 10,000, I thought it was lower than that. So maybe I got to rethink how I'm thinking this, um, where I was getting all these clicks and, you know, I was getting, you know, my, my cost per click was really low. It was um, on the one that was November 22nd to November 30th. It was 14 cents per click, 621 clicks, um, 5,700 impressions. And I thought, wow, am I really, you know, that's a lot of clicks. That's a lot of impressions. But if you look at my page reads, well, I'm happy with my page reads because I only have two books out there, three, if you count the novella that's for sale. Mm -hmm. um, I still wasn't getting like a ton of page reads. I was still only getting, you know, if I was looking at the amount of money I was spending on Facebook versus what I was bringing in, I, I'm obviously, I'm in the red. Oh, there it is. I'm in the red there too. Um, I, I had an interesting week last week with page reads where, and, and part of it was because of what I did. And part of it was because Facebook the previous week shut me off for a few days. Um, what was that Monday? That Monday would have been the 25th. So during, from the 25th to the, uh, 30th, 31st, 30th of November, that was a really, really bad page reads week for me. I had, you know, 196, 244 was my high. And then it was like 159 and then it was 30, 45, nine. And mm -hmm. that's really crappy. And if you compare that to the weeks before that, that's really bad. But I had gone in and changed this. So this week I went in and for the ad that I ran December 1st through December 3rd, I, I only put in people from like 18 to 35 and it was only women. And it, it was, it was interesting. It was 30 cents per click, which is terrible. But in terms of page reads this week, my first three days were like 51 and then uh, 367 and then 418. So I was up again with the page reads getting, you know, it looked like I was basically making one sale per day. Right. Why do you only do women? Um, because the men click rate, oh, we'll talk about that, but the click okay. rate of the men was a lot worse than the click rate of the women. So, oh, okay. but I thought let's have some fun. So I went in this week and I created an ad that's running December 4th through December 7th. So Friday, you know, two days ago until tomorrow. Yeah. The cost per click on that one right now is 11 cents. It's my lowest cost per click ever. 
Uh, I'm going to look at the results because I, I believe I included men in this one and I have to try to remember if I did. Yes, I did. I just wonder because like for romance, women are the majority of the readers, but in time travel, you know, dystopian, you know, more your genre, that's a lot of men enjoy that as well. Right. But I believe overall readers, women dominate oh, in terms of just okay. being readers, women crush it. Yeah. And in fact, if you look at my results, um, this is through the first two days because this is running three, four, five, oh. Uh, four, five, six, seven. So this is four and five. And then part of today, which it's only 930 mm -hmm. in the morning, Sunday, you know, it's, you know, it's one or two 30 in the morning or two 30 in the afternoon in England. So, you yeah. know, there are some, some more results coming from, from overseas, but in terms of the U S it's only 930 in the morning. So of the two and a half days so far I have had, um, and this is where it gets weird, uh, starting with the age of 35 to 44, that, that group 35 to 44, I have 10, impressions for women, eight for men and two clicks for men, none for women. So two of the eight impressions, oh. that's pretty good. Yeah. Then you get into the next group and it's like 45 to 54, um, 72 impressions, but only three clicks for women, 53 impressions, which is less, but 10 clicks for men. So more clicks oh, from that age group. And then we get to the next group, 55 to 64, 349 impressions for women, 37 clicks. So it's about one wow. out of every 10. 142 impressions for men. So half the, half the impressions, 20 clicks for men, which is, it's like the, the click to impression ratio is a little bit higher, but the number of impressions is way lower. Yeah. Then you get to this one, 65 plus. 625 impressions for women, 189 for men. So what is that? Under, just under a third. So what is about 28, yeah. 29%. Um, 104 clicks for women. So 104 out of 625, that's one out of six. Uh, but 29 out of 189, which is also one out of six. So the the number of women this thing reaches is way higher. Now it could be because of the um, interests I put in where I put in like Nora Roberts and that's probably going to be yeah. more women than men. So what I think I'm going to try to do for the next one, I'm going to create another one that's going to run eight, nine, and 10. It's going to be a cheap one. Cause I don't, most of my money is going into the end of the month for my sale, but yeah, I'm going to try to add a couple of, um, impressions that I think would be more towards men than women. Like Nora Roberts is going to be women, yeah. but I'm gonna try to add in something that I think, Oh, you know, the men are going to like this more than women and see if I can even that number out at all. So that, the, of the, of the, uh, what is that? Um, 625, the 814 total impressions or, or as they call it reach, I could have that wrong. It could be, maybe it's not impressions. Maybe it's reach, whatever that is. Oh, I can, oh, I can change. So I'm looking at reach. I can change to impressions if I want to. So let's do that real quick. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same thing. 1,244 impressions to women, 501 to men, 144 clicks, to women, 61 to men. So actually there's a lot more, cl the click rate there for men is a lot higher in terms of the ratio. And I didn't do any of this math at a time. I'm making it up as I go. So it's possible I have stuff wrong there. <laughs> it's a Sunday morning and it's early and I don't like to do math this early unless it's golf or fantasy football related and then I'm happy to do it. Um, so I think what I'm gonna try to do here is I'm gonna try to work on evening out the reach, the impression so that men see it the same amount as women and see if I can come up with, you know, what's working better, what's working, worse. And that's, a, that's a really long winded talk about my Facebook ad that I'm running right now, but I will say that it's going better. Oh, okay. Because I had 131 page reads on the, on the fourth. Then I had 386 yesterday, 175 today so far. So people are responding to these ads, not as many as I think I should be getting, but now that you're saying 
one out of every 10,000 impressions, maybe I'm doing better. I'm just not, but the, for the amount of money that is being spent here, I'm, I'm definitely not making money on these yet. And I, I, that's the, that's the main thing that you want to do here. You know, who cares about the impressions, the reach, the clicks, if you're not making any money. So, so I am making money, but not obviously as much as I'm spending. So that's kind of what I need to work on throughout December. And it's going to be on a very, very low scale because again, I have a lot of money pushing Facebook ads at the end of this month. Uh, the next two weeks, I'm not going to spend very much at all. So that's my Facebook ads. Man, I talked a lot there. Um, let's see. <laughs> and now let's, okay. So then in, in terms of December marketing, um, so I have everything that I'm doing in December is geared toward the, the sale, the Kindle daily countdown I'm doing from the 24th to the 31st, which is Tuesday to Tuesday, no, Thursday to Thursday. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I did was I set up the freebie promos. I set up one on BookFunnel, one on Story Origin. The one on BookFunnel only has 19 books in it, which is a lot less than I've ever done in terms of a freebie sticker, but it's specific time travel. Usually I'll do like a sci-fi or an all books or a sci-fi fantasy. This one was time travel only. It was put up by put on by uh, Nathan Van Koops, who's a really, really big time author in terms of time travel with the rankings in Amazon. So I, I joined it because of that. I believe it had Sean Inman in it too, who I met last year in Vegas. Um, so I thought, I know these names, you know, these guys are popular. Let's throw, let's throw them in there and, and see what happens. Uh, I already have 171 clicks, 93 claims, which is pretty good for only 19 books. Uh, I'm pretty happy about that. And then the, um, the sale, the story origin one goes from the first to the 30th of this month. Um, it has 45 books in it. I have no idea how many clicks I have because again, story origin doesn't show that. Um, and then I have sales promos going at the same time. This is the first month where I'm going to run sales promos and newsletter promos at the same time. So the sales promo uh, in book funnel has 96 books. So far I have nine clicks on forgetting tomorrow, which is book one, 10 on spark book two. Uh, and then the story origin one has 133 books in it. Um, that's the one that runs November 1st through December 15th. So that one's going to end December 15th. So if I want to do something in uh, story origin uh, after December 15th, which I do want to do something because I want to get as many eyes on my Kindle daily countdown as possible. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to set that up. So I'll, I'll have to look for something to, to do there. Um, in fact, I'm going to have to make a note to do that. And I'll remember, remind me to do that. Um, <laughs> like I'll remember. <laughs> yeah. So the funny thing is, is I've actually sent zero shares to any of these promos, except for the, the one that started November 1st, because I forgot to send my email today that I'm supposed to send. Actually, I didn't forget to send it. I forgot to get it ready. So I'm going to do that when we're done and get it sent out. No big deal. Um, but what I'm thinking is I may send an email out every week. Once a week on a Sunday, I might send an email out this month uh, up until, so it would be the 6th, 13th, 20th, and 27th. So the next four weeks. Uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, to keep my name out in front of people so that when that Kindle daily, and I might put in the, in the, e, every email, 99 cents starting December 24th, for those of you who haven't mm -hmm. had a chance to buy it yet. Um, and that also will probably annoy some of the people who just signed up for the freebie so that they'll unsubscribe. And that's a great way filter. That's what I was looking for there. That's a good way yeah. to filter out the, those, the freebie seekers that, that, um, drive me crazy. So the only issue is, is when I do something like this, I want some kind of a theme. And I was thinking, Hey, it's Christmas. It's the time of giving. Here's a link to, um, here's a link to some free books. So I would have to do that for both of them today. And then on the 20th or the 27th, I can say, Hey, you know, I'm giving you this discount 99 cents, but I don't have anything to give away in the other two emails. And I don't really even have a clue what I could do there other than sign up for more um, 
promos, which maybe I'll do that. Uh, in fact, that's kind of where I'm leaning right now. Um, along with that, I would also want to talk about book one in some way in every email, but I want to do it in a fun way. So it doesn't look, like I'm trying to sell. And I've been doing this thing lately where I've been showing my characters, you know, where I got them. I've only got really two left that I can think of. I need to go back and think about that some more, but I've got two left. And I think they're both really interesting because there's interesting stories behind both of them. But I would want to have four because I'm, I'm going to do four emails. I want the emails to be the same. So if I can come up with four characters, the problem is I have to come up with this soon because I've sent an email today. And um, however, <laughs> you're I, kind of on a time crunch. I really am. And it's because last night at 830, when I was sitting on my couch thinking, oh, shoot, I didn't put together an email. I need to do that. And then I went to bed actually. And then I watched Hallmark movies and then I went to bed. So um, so that's I have to come up with that today. And I will do that after as soon as we're done. That's what I'm going to work on first is getting the email out there and coming up with a theme because I think I'm going to send. And in fact, I may try to put all four emails together today and get them in MailerLite and ready so that I don't have to deal with it the rest of the, the month because I'll yeah. forget. So, um, so again, like I said, I have a Kindle Daily Countdown that's running 1224 to 1231. So the Christmas Eve until New Year's Eve. Um, and what did I do extra for that? Well, I did set up the email promos that I wanted to do. And I just want to go over the schedule of email promos. Um, I mentioned before that I didn't want to set up as many as I did the first few times I did this. Well, that was a pure lie because I did. Um, <laughs> I've got, this is what I've got so far. I've got Bargain Booksy on Christmas day. Um, that was $40 and it was, it's got, they have 93,000 email subscribers and that's always been a good one for me. Bargain Booksy has been one of my favorite ones. Uh, I run them every time and they give me results every time. Then I've got digitalbooktoday.com on uh, uh, December 26th, $25 for 26,000 emails. And they'll also feature it on their website. I don't really think that the website or the social media does much. It's all about the email subs. So I don't really look at that other stuff. You'll, you'll go to one and it'll say, you know, we send out one tweet every day for 30 days. And it's like, well, you know what? I don't know who your subscribers are. I don't know how, how many you have. I don't know how many even look at your stuff. I don't care about yeah. that. Tell me about your emails. So um, manybooks.net, which is also another one of my favorites. That was $29. It's going out on December 27th. They have um, 175,000 email subscribers, which is a really big number. Uh, justkindlebooks.com or .net, I'm not sure. Uh, $23 for 50,000, 51,000 total. Uh, bookslice.com also on the 27th and they were included as part of just kindle books so for the 27th i spent 52 dollars, and i'm getting about 225,000 emails getting sent out on the 28th i've got book sends book sends when you went to sign up for them there were actually three three total <coughs> sorry newsletters that they have there's book sends e-reader iq and book runes the total was 70 dollars, and it's 175,000 emails and that's on the 28th so i have four different ones set up across the 25 26 27 and 28 total emails is 520,000. wow i will say that i did set up i did uh, apply to ereadernewstoday.com I've applied to them two other times when I've done this and they've declined me every time. Uh, I didn't apply for them the third time because they declined me the first two and I was bitter, uh, but I did go ahead and apply for them this time. And they say that, well, they'll get back to you within seven days. I did it on Monday. It's six days later. I have not heard from them yet. I assume it's going to be a decline because I guess they have really high standards. I have no idea. Um, I also, for kicks, you know, I, I know you're not supposed to, and I don't even know if you're supposed to, I know that the experts will say when you have two books, don't sign up for BookBub. Uh, 
but I did. Um, on Monday, I signed up for BookBub. Uh, it's they have more than a million uh, email subscribers. It would have cost me five five hundred ninety four dollars if I was approved. Now the question is, was I approved? Yeah, I'm not going to answer that question right now. I'm going to wait until later. So because I thought it was fun and that would be a fun tease. Um, so I could go from having, uh, what did I say, 520,000 to over 1.5 million email subscribers. Of course, it would cost me uh, $781 if BookBub did um, because it's 594 for the BookBub and then all the other ones I got into also. And I, I, when I applied for it, I said, let's apply for later on in the week, but beggars can't be choosers. So in the comments section, I said, I would love it if it was at the end of the week because I've got all these other promos that are driving it early in the week. That could drive the ranking up, which if BookBub now sees it, people will be like, oh, look at that book. It's ranked 26. Let's get it. So the question is, did BookBub approve me? Um, because the debt repayment plan would have to be put on hold for a month if BookBub did approve me. So mm -hmm. let's, you know, we'll get that. But I think in the long run, it would work out because you would make money because right. of BookBub. Everybody says, not everybody, most people say when they get a book bub, they make two, three, four times their investment. 594 times three is like 16, $1,700. That would be really cool. Um, but I will say that rarely do you hear anyone who has one or two or three books say, I got a book bub and it was accepted. Here's how much money I made. I don't see that on 20 books at all. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. if someone who is in our position would make money on a book bub. So I guess... I guess there's a chance that you and I are going to find out if I got accepted. But there's no harm in trying either. Exactly. So the only it harm in cost trying, you anything to apply. No, not at all. The only harm in trying is if I was rejected, I have to wait 90 days before I can apply mm -hmm. again. That's what they make you do. They don't want people applying every day, which is which makes sense. That would yeah. put their people, that would overwhelm their people. Um, so if you're going to run some kind of a promotion, and you know it's going to happen, let's say, if I was going to run a promotion, let's say February 1st, and I thought, mm -hmm. well, I want to apply, I want a book bub for that promotion. Well, applying for one on November 30th is stupid because regardless of whether you're accepted or rejected, you can't apply for one for that, that um, promotion that you're going to do February 1st. So you have to kind of make sure you understand the, the dates when you're doing it of yeah. what you've got coming up. But other than that, no, no harm at all. I don't think yeah. book bub penalizes you by saying we're going to reject you 10 times on that 11th one they're gonna be like well, we rejected you 10 times so we're going to reject you again i don't think they right. care about that they don't take that into account so yeah so that uh and, and then again uh let's see amazon ads facebook ads uh you know along with this email pro email promos i'm gonna have my amazon ads going i'll probably add a couple more um between now and then again they're not really doing much for me uh the occasional sale i'm you know, I'm not spending any money, but I'm also not making any. Then the, the Facebook ads. So my budget that I've been using for Facebook, I've been spreading it out throughout the month. Well, in this case, um, I'm going to use the majority of that budget for that week. Uh, I remember getting a comment. Somebody wrote on one that I did back in September where I had book one up there for 99 cents, Kindle Daily Countdown. And somebody actually said something like, you know, uh, six or seven five-star reviews, 500 and some odd pages, 99 cents, I'm in. And they shared it with somebody else. That was like, that's like my favorite comment that I've got because it's just like that word of mouth thing. They really like the promo. They like the price. So I'm hoping that, you know, if I do that enough at the end of the week, I'll get people that even though even, they may not comment on it, but they may download and click it uh, just because they like it. And then in terms of how sales have gone this month, I mean, again, I'm on pace to break my record. 
uh, we're only five days in and I'm on pace to break my record for November, which broke October, which broke September, which broke August. So um, I, I would like that to keep going. And I'm hoping that even if the pace slows down between now and December 24th, that that sale actually drives that pace up. And I look back at September, um, where's it at? I can go back and look at September, right? So if I go September 7th to the 30th, apply. I made a ton of sales in September because I did the same kind of an email promo thing. The page reads weren't really there. Um, so I'm wondering like, will the page reads be there this time? Will I just make sales? Will I not get anything at all? I, I, I have mm -hmm. no clue. So um, that's kind of where I am with that. In terms of, I got to back to the outline. I have so many tabs open. Here it is. In terms of um, last week. So I don't know if you do this. I don't think you do this, but a lot of times I'll go in during the week and update this outline just to remind myself what I did throughout the week. Cause I do so many different things at night. Um, so Monday was a day off. Um, I, I was still working on my plot on Monday. I hadn't started writing yet. And I got it to the point where I could start writing again. Um, I remember saying I wanted December 1st to January 30th to be when I finished my first draft. And uh, I'm on a pretty good pace right now. Um, my per click was down to 15 cents. That's after I, I made a little change to my um, Facebook ad where I forgot to include, what did I do? I don't remember what I did. I messed up something and I, and I went in and changed it. Um, and it, it brought it down to 15 cents. So then I did create the, oh, that's right. So then on the, the ad that I ran on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was 35, I was 18 to 35. That's what I wanted to see what would happen. It was terrible that first day. It was like 60 cents per click. So then I went in and just changed it to, I believe, um, 35 up. And it dropped almost immediately. Um, so, you know, I feel like I feel like cost per click is the best thing you can look at. But if you're mm -hmm. if you're not getting any page reads, then who cares what the cost per click is? So and then that's the day that I applied for BookBub. Um, I was applying for all these different ones and I went to BookBub. Just, I was looking at, I believe Kendall, Kendall Perner has a, a blog post on the best email promo sites and BookBub's obviously on there. And I was clicking through them and I just clicked on BookBub and went, you know what, let's just do it and see what happens. And I did. And I texted you and I said, hey, I just applied for BookBub. It's funny, it made me laugh. Um, Tuesday, I was um, back at work and back writing. And I only was able to get about 400 words in, 367 to be exact, on Tuesday during lunch. I had to go to the store at lunch. I, I realized I was out of food. And or I, I didn't realize I was out of food. I realized I was out of certain things I wanted to eat during the week. Like I wanted to make chili because then I could eat that every night, but I didn't have any ground beef. So I had to go get, oh, no, I didn't have any tomato sauce. So I had to get tomato sauce, needed to get dog food and, and just a few things. So I went to the store. Um, I found out that I was approved by BookSends for a promo. There were a couple of them that approve you instantly and a couple of them that approve you after they look into it. So BookSends, so approve me. So I paid them Wednesday. So, okay. So Wednesday, I decided to try something. I started, I set my alarm for 5 a.m. and got up, showered, uh, got ready for work. And then at 5.30, from 5.30 to 7, I wrote. And I realized that from 5.37, there are very, very few distractions, a, a lot less than there are at lunchtime. My dog is curled up and asleep because it's, it's still dark outside. So he doesn't care what's going on. Um, there's nothing on TV. So I put the golf channel on and, and have European golf just playing. Um, there's no, I'm not getting, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting text <laughs> messages. I'm not getting email messages. Um, there, there's, 
there's just nothing going on from that time for me. So what I did was I put Sirius XM holiday traditions on and I put it really low so that I could hear music, but not pay attention to it. And holiday traditions is my favorite music, Christmas music, because I don't ever want to hear Justin Bieber singing a Christmas song. So <laughs> I like hearing, yeah, exactly. I like hearing um, Frank Sinatra and Mel Torme and what's her name, Doris Day. Every now yeah. and then they throw an instrumental in. It's perfect music for me to write by. It's possible that when January comes around and there's no, and Christmas is over, I'm going to keep listening to this channel if it still exists. Um, so it worked out really well. And I was able to get um, exactly 1500 words in the morning in that hour and a half, which is great. Um, I did get an email later in the day from BookBub saying they declined me, which I assumed they would. Uh, but, you know, it was still fun. It was, it was like a, I don't know, it was like an excitement thing. For two days, there was some excitement there where I might get approved by BookBub and just might be able to say, oh my goodness, I made $11,000 this much, which, you know, at, 30, at 33 cents per book, that was going to be tough to do. But um, two and a half books out, you made $11,000 in one yeah. month. I yeah, don't know who you amazing. think you are. Yeah, exactly. Um, it would have been amazing. Um, but they, they and then at lunch, I did write a little bit more, but not much, which is fine. Thursday, I was up again at 5 a.m. Uh, I got 903 words in the morning and then 566 at lunch. So I, I had just under 1,500, which was nice. Um, Friday, though, I did not get up early. I stayed up a little bit later. I was tired. And I only got 386 words in at lunch. So I'm really learning that if I can get on this schedule, the same way that I used to be on my schedule when I would work every day uh, mm -hmm. and I would go to the restaurant and get like 1,200 words, this might be the work at home schedule I've been looking for, which is get up at five, uh, write from 5.30 to seven, work from seven to 11.30, get as many words in as I can while I'm being distracted. So uh, I'm having more and more meetings that are that are taking me until 12. Last week on, on Wednesday, I think it was, I had a meeting from, no, was it Thursday? I think it was Thursday. This is why I didn't get a lot of words in. I had a meeting from 12.30 to one, which is just People not scheduling meetings during my lunch annoys me. Yeah. Uh, but what am I going to, I'm not going to say no, because I'm, you know, working and they, they pay me well. To do what it is I yes, I have to do that. So, um, <laughs> so I'm starting to realize that this is probably the way it's going to go. I'm going to try to do it all next week. I'm sure I'll screw, I'll fail or screw up a couple of times, but I'm going to try to get up at five, five o'clock every day and we'll see what happens. Um, I have a funny story real quick. <clears throat> I need to get a drink, but I have a funny story here. I have a character, um, I was going back and I was writing this scene where my characters went into this building and I needed to get them to, to ask for somebody. And I thought, well, in book one, I created a character named Mark and he was just a programmer at this company. They'll ask for him and then they'll sneak away from him. And that's the way they get into the building unnoticed. And I thought, oh, what is this kid's name? I don't remember what this kid's name is. It was Mark something. So I went into book one and I did a search for Mark and I found a character um, it, I don't, if you remember book one, my villain had a birthday party when he was a kid and, and I created a, a segment of that, that where I just had one paragraph where he talked about different kids that gave him presents. Yeah. There was a character name and I wrote like, Mark Watson gave me the 1986 tops Joe Montana card that finishes my set, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I went, Oh, his name is Mark Watson. So I continued to search cause that wasn't the Mark I was looking for. The mark I was looking for was the programmer that he, the same guy worked with 20 years later, 15 years later when he was older and he was working at a company and there's a programmer there. So I did a search for that mark and it turns out that kid's name was Mark Watson also. So I created two different characters in book one who got very few, one of them got a couple lines. The other one did the other one got one sentence yeah. um, and they were both named Mark Watson. And I thought, well, no one's pointed that out to me. So when, no one realized it. I didn't even realize it when I was writing it. And I thought, well, this is a time travel book. 
I might be able to use that later. That Mark Watson, that was two different characters. If I feel like it, that might became, become the same person later on. Yeah. It, just for kicks. So I thought that was a funny story. So um, <laughs> they I didn't notice it when I read it. Right. And no one did. And, and I'm thinking I would throw it out there and say, listen, here's a quick tip for you beginning writers. You may want to keep track of not just the first names of the characters you create, even the throwaway characters that have one line or one sentence dedicated. You may want to keep their last names too, um, mm -hmm. because I completely did that and didn't realize it. Just um, in Plotter, just real quick, in Plotter, you put the names of all the characters, even if they're one-liners, you put them in there. And they just did an update, which I've been begging them for every month since I um, bought it, where you can make your own categories because before it was a, like primary, secondary and other, I think. But now you can name your categories. You can put all the characters into different categories. So it, you know, it's really convenient for those little, you know, one or two liners because you can just put them in as, you know, like filler or whatever. And then, you know, you're not using the same character name. Yeah, that would have helped me in 2017 when I was coming up with this. It's, I don't know if Mark Watson is like a common name for me because I obviously wrote Mark Watson gave me this gift. And then 15 chapters later, I, I created a programmer and went, oh, his name's going to be Mark. I'll just call him Mark Watson. Like, was it in my head because I'd already <laughs> created him? Or was it in my head because it worked together as a good, I don't know any Mark Watsons. I don't know any, I don't even know. No, anybody. I think Mark has always been one of your favorite names. So yeah, I remember when true. we were kids, you used to always say, there were two names you had picked out for your kids. One was Mark and the other was Junior. I, really? I don't remember yeah. this. You, you wanted to name a kid Jerry and just call him Junior. Why did I name, want to name a kid Junior? I, I Although, don't know. I, I will it say dumb. that it is, it is kind of dumb. I will say that I do say that sometimes like, hang on there, Junior, as a phrase. I don't say it very often, but I know that I've said it before. So you were going to have a boy like and you are going to call him Junior. All right. And I thought well, that's dumb. I just call him by his name. Well, that failed miserably, didn't it? Yeah, you have no kids, not one no mark, kids. not one. No. Well, technically, you have two marks. <laughs> yeah, Mark Watson. Mark Watson. Um, yeah. Anyway, he must have taken on his mother's last name. Apparently, yeah. I don't know any Watsons <laughs> though, so that's disappointing. Um, so let's see. Saturday. So yesterday, I got up and went to Chick Fil A. Grab grab breakfast for not only yesterday, but today. I haven't eaten it yet. I have a breakfast bowl in there that I'm going to eat when we're done. And uh, came home, kind of piddled around the internet for like two hours, watching a bunch of YouTube videos because I believe I'm addicted to it. And then I wrote 1500 words and finished another chapter. I actually finished five and a half chapters last week. Um, wow. Yeah, which is really cool. That's an I average need to get on that of, schedule. Yeah, that's an average of about a thousand words per chapter. But I will say that two of the chapters are really small. And, and because I just... I have a lot of play because I'm writing first draft style. I'm not writing to mm -hmm. the editor right now. Um, I have a lot of brackets in there that just say, you know, add a description of this building later. And then what I'll do is I'll go to Google Maps and I'll find something that looks good. And then I'll add the description. I didn't want to slow down by going to Google Maps and doing that. So I just, I just wanted to write. So I have a lot of that in these five and a half chapters. So uh, today, let's see, I will we're doing the podcast. Um, I'm going to do my email that I have to send out today. And potentially I'm going to do four emails today that I'm going to send out. That's going to take some time, but I think I'm going to, it's going to leak into NFL football. I'm really, really nervous about the Browns today because they play a really good team with a really good offense and the Browns defense is kind of putrid. So um, I'm, I'm really nervous, uh, but I'm going to try to get four emails done today while I'm watching that game. Uh, I'm going to, I also have the, the Christmas ad for, for my, my, um, 
for my uh, for Facebook for my Kindle Daily Countdown. It is created. I've created the ad. I've got an audience together. Let me just go into that real quick and see what I, what I've created here. You know, um, today's Browns game could be one of those situations where um, by halftime you just turn it off and have plenty of time to do your ads. Yeah, I'll put the I'll put the red zone channel on. My fantasy football season's come to an end today in most of my leagues. That has also been putrid. This has been a terrible fantasy football year for me, probably my worst ever. We won't get into how much money I've spent on fantasy football and how much I <laughs> potentially will win, but you would Are not Are you be in the happy. red? I am way, I am in the, the, the deep, deep red. Yeah, it's Oh, bad. dark red. <laughs> I'm in the dark red. It's bad. Um, but uh, I have a couple of leagues where I could make the playoffs and I'm still winning money and, and it's okay because I'm going to probably win something. It's not going to, the way I, I look at fantasy football, the way, the same way that I look at when I go to Vegas, take, let's say $1,500 with me in cash to Vegas. If I come home with 200 bucks, I'm up $200 in my mm. life, uh, because I don't expect to, to win anything. Fantasy football is the same way. I go into it saying, here's how much I'm going to spend in August. And then in December, when they start giving me money back, I'll be like, look, this is money I didn't have. And now I have it. Um, so that's, and I probably do that just so I can sleep at night with how much I actually spend. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So what I did for my, my ad in my book by Babin for Facebook was uh, $10 a day for seven days. I might move that up. I'm not sure yet. I've got the age at 45 to 65. Right now I have the gender at female only. I might add men in there. Uh, depending on what works over the next couple of days with, with my, uh, my interests. If I can get like, if I can run an ad from the eighth to the 10th and maybe the 11th to the 14th, and then um, maybe get those numbers to even out, I may add men to this and then update those keywords based on it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so that's what I have. And then for the countries, I have Australia, Canada, UK, and US. Um, I've got estimated daily results, 288 to 842 in terms of the reach, 25 to 81 in terms of the clicks. We'll see how that actually goes. But um, that's running at the same time as the Kindle Daily Countdown. It's running at the same time as those promos. Amazon ads are running, the, 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 the book funnel and the story origin promos are going. And I'm just hoping that all of that stuff together can get me a, a nice, healthy uh, ranking and page reads and even some sales, but we'll see how it goes. So. Yeah. That is my last. Oh, so anyway, I mentioned the, the last thing I need to do for that Facebook ad is set up a book brush. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I was thinking about some kind of a holiday slash sci-fi slash time travel themed ad for just that one, because it will be Christmas. Um, but I don't know if like adding in the Christmas part of that will take away from like that. It's not a Christmas book that I'm advertising. So will oh, that be a problem? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. So I'm not sure what to do yet, but maybe I'll. So today's plan is to try to get those emails created and try to get this book brush uh, ad set up completely. And, um, you know, I have a lot of time today and nothing planned other than to just watch, sit around and, and be disappointed while I watch football. So <laughs> be <that's> disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So that, that is my, um, that's my last week's update. Um, what's yours? How, how'd yours look? Um, mine was good. I didn't put it in the outline, but Sunday I um, uh, FaceTimed in with Melissa's book club because they chose my book for the week. Um, there are, I think, seven of them in this book club, and they've been meeting every month for 11 years, which maybe that's a common thing, but, you know, being a military family, I'm not around anybody for <laughs> 11 years in one stretch. So that kind of blew me away, but is a long time. Like, I'm really curious now. I bet they have kind of honed over that time how they run their meetings. So you're not yeah. gonna like step into this this chaotic thing. They probably have right. like a, yeah. Oh, I'm interested in hearing this now. Yeah, well, they do like, um, you know, each month someone else chooses the book 
and um, it's like a common law that you you don't pick a book that you've already read and you don't read the book early. So you don't start reading next month's book until this month's book club is complete. So Melissa couldn't even read my book until it was time for her book club. Um, and they always do discussion questions. So the point of me being there was to ask them the discussion questions, which was really cool because I got to ask them the questions that I wanna know for when I write future books and how they felt about certain things, which honestly, it was all very selfish because the questions that I asked were for my own feedback. Um, and they, the, the group of ladies, they were super nice. And, you know, um, Melissa isn't really a, a romance reader, um, but, you know, I'm her friend and she read it and she loved it. Um, there's uh, one person who she kind of reminded me of mom because she's uh, like ultra feminist and romance. I mean, I don't know if romance annoys mom, but romance kind of annoys her because, you know, the damsel in distress and I need a man and all that. And that's not how I wrote my books. And she, she had even mentioned um, in, in some pretty honest detail, how she really liked that Casey didn't need Charlie, you know, Casey can replace shingles on a roof and switch out the toilet in her downstairs bathroom. And she don't need no man, you know, that kind of thing which was my intention. I, I enjoy romance, but when you have the female character who feels like they can't live without a man, I'm like, um, yeah, I can't read this. It's too I, needy women. I, I can't read. Anyway, um, so I got some great feedback. Um, another person in the group, actually two other people in the group are avid romance readers. Um, so just kind of hearing their feedback was fun too, because, you know, they were able to tell me what they like about romance and what they don't like. And it was very different, which was nice. Um, and then there was another lady. She is uh, very Christian and holds her values very dear. Um, so she didn't read the whole book because there is sex. And um, she, she told me that if I ever write a sweet version, she would love to read it and know what happens to Casey and Charlie. Um, in my opinion, there's four sex scenes in the book, skip over them and get to the end, you know? It's so like, wait, I have a question. I have something, I've thought about this before. I'm wondering what it would be like if you were to write a book that was a sweet romance, you wrote the, the sex inserts, which is a funny play on words. And, um, <laughs> and then you gave away those in a, in, in, for your mailing list said, Hey, you know, here's my book. And, and make it so that they fit in a chapter or fit in a second. And again, I have no idea how hard this is. The whole to... book though? Like rewrite no, the- No, no, no. It would be the same exact book. The difference is you would plug those scenes in where they would make sense. But if they weren't there, it wouldn't hurt anything at all. I don't know if that's possible. I've thought about this before. Um, is that something Just you the could- Just sex know? scenes. Right. So that you could, you could market it as a sweet romance- I guess you probably wouldn't market it. You wouldn't put it, two different versions of it on Amazon. You would right. just have this sweet romance, but you would almost say, I guess I don't know how you would market it. I don't know if it's a good idea or not. And literally I'm kicking around in my head as I'm saying it right now. I don't know if it's a good idea, but I could totally do it because the sex scenes in my book aren't necessary to move the story forward. I could end it with, and he carried her to the bedroom and then move on. It would shorten the book by, I don't know, maybe a dozen pages. 
but um it was shortened by what 28 minutes uh, poor charlie sorry <laughs> listen there's, the a, there's a skill to writing a sex scene there really is because you want to write it so that it's not so long that the reader gets bored but not so short that the reader feels bad for right female. <laughs> right so yeah it there's there's a real balance there um but I could totally make it a sweet romance. Um, that's just, I just don't feel like that's my genre. Right. Yeah. I, I just don't know if like, if that's the book you'd want to write and then, cause I could do it with my book for crying out loud. There are areas yeah. where I could insert sex scene here and now it's a completely different book. And I don't want to do that. Cause I'd probably be really terrible at it, but, um, <laughs> but it's a skill. It's definitely, Oh, I'm skill. sure. I'm sure. So it's it just, I've, I've, it's almost like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Like, do you want to skip it? Go here. If you don't go here. And I just wonder if there's some way to write a book that is like that. I don't know if there is or not. I just have, I've thought about it before. As I, I keep don't know. About I story feel structure. like, um, I feel like, and I would have to discuss this with uh, the sweet audience that enjoy sweet for, you know, religious reasons. If it were a, a point where, okay, there's a couple of things. If we were leading into the sex scene and I stopped and I said, for the sweet version, go to page, blah, blah, blah. For the steamy version, go to page, blah, blah. It, A, kills the mood. Yeah, you don't want to do that. B, like people who don't read steamy for, say, religious reasons or moral reasons or whatever they are, would they purchase a book that has that in there, even though it tells them to skip to that page? I'm thinking more along the lines of, you would make it part of a, your email giveaway where you would say in the back of the book, something like, you know, if you'd like to turn this book into a steamy romance, you know, click here to join my list and get four additional bonus scenes that weren't oh, in this book. I but my, the issue that I have with it is if you don't want to write a sweet romance, because yeah. technically you're writing a sweet romance and that's what you're marketing and that's who you are as an author. It's just, the steamy scenes are added in later if the people want to get them. But if you want to be at, write a steamy romance, you can't do that. So, right. I don't know. Yeah, as I, I as prefer I, steamy romance just right. because that, that's what I like. And sweet romance is okay. Eh, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. And if I did, if I did take out those scenes, you know, like, yeah, I don't know how I would, I don't know if yeah. anyone's okay. ever done that or how it would be possible. But, Anyway, the book club meeting went very well and I learned a lot and I have some notes for, you know, when I'm writing book two. Um, what did you Monday learn? I taught, what's that? What did you learn? Like, did you learn anything just like good? What, just what people like or what people don't like, or if it was like a majority vote that they didn't like this, then, you know, the majority vote actually, and here's a spoiler alert. Um, they didn't like that Charlie proposed at the end. Didn't you say that one other? No, you, you said one other time they didn't like that. Somebody didn't like that you proposed, proposed in front of the kids, but they didn't like oh, it yeah, at all. Yeah. No, not at all. That was our editor. <laughs> oh, was that her? Okay, I didn't know that. Um, I knew somebody. Yeah, I knew somebody there. Yeah, um, I still put it in there. I changed a couple of other things, but I kept that part. But um, in the book club, they were like, why did he have to propose? Like, she was so like in love with her late husband and unsure about this relationship. And then boom, they're engaged. But the whole point of it was she wasn't against getting married again. She just didn't know if she could. And when she kind of went over that hump, then it was like move forward. So, so that was like, anyway. that was her arc was to, so yeah. going forward now, would you, I mean, I don't know if you plan to do that in every book, that was how it would end for you, but is that something you, you would avoid now hearing that they didn't like it? 
No, I no, I don't think I would avoid it. I think for Charlie and Casey's story, it needed to happen that way. Um, in book two, there's not going to be a proposal at the end. Book three, there's not going to be a proposal at the end. Book four, there may be. Um, it would fit if there was. And book five, there probably won't be a proposal at the end either. Um, so I think it's just, um, it's just how the story needs to go, you know? Um, isn't one of those books about me? No. I thought one of them was about me. No, I was going to, but putting my brother in a steamy romance seems sure. icky. It is, it is kind of icky. I wouldn't, yeah, put, so, I, I wouldn't put myself in one. It's gross. Um, yeah. you, you could, you see, you could be a side character in book three. If, if you decide easily. to do that though, if you make me a side character in book three, can you make little Mark Watson Evan off a reality? Heck yeah, I can. I All can right. do whatever I want. All right, good. So it's, it could happen people. That's good. Okay. <laughs> um, Monday I taught four classes and um, I got a call from that little coffee shop here in town. They approved my book. And so I took five copies over to them and signed the contract, um, you know, with them for them to sell my book. They support local indie authors and they have a, a little book stand and it has, you know, um, books on it, from <laughs> local authors. Um, so I signed all the, the inside of all the books and I took them over there and I'm trying to decide how often should I go over there and check to see if my books are selling. Cause they even said, we're not going to call you every time your book sells, you know, it's up to you to come in here. The problem is I pass it on the way to the gym and on the way home from the gym. And they have the world's best cinnamon rolls. World's yeah. so best. Does this make you want to stop like every day? No, it makes me never want to stop because I oh. know I'll eat a cinnamon roll and like, I'm going to like go to the gym with my cinnamon roll or finish at the gym working my butt off and then stop and get a cinnamon roll. Like it just seems. I don't know. I kind of imagining you walking into the gym with like a bag over your shoulder and, and a, a giant cinnamon roll. cinnamon roll in your hand just <laughs> makes me laugh. I feel like my trainer would kick my butt even harder just because of the cinnamon roll. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I need to figure out how often to go there and, you know, see if my books are selling. Um, and then I didn't do anything else except for sit in my chair and watch Hallmark movies. And I even posted on Facebook. Did you know that you could watch five Hallmark movies in eight hours? Nice. I like that. We'll have to talk about which ones you watched uh, probably off yeah. the podcast. Cause I don't know if people are going to care too much about that. But <laughs> <laughs> One of them I watched Anna Lynn McCord. Oh, I know her. Yeah. 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 I'm sure she's a wonderful person. Sure. I'm, I'm positive. She's probably just this very giving, loving human being. Smell a butt. As an actress in sure. a Hallmark movie, I feel like she would have done better on an HBO movie where people paid her for services. Okay. <laughs> wow. Harsh. <laughs> she, she wasn't. She was more, I'm just going to let that go. She's she, probably a wonderful person. She um, would be in, she would be in your book, not the book that the, the woman who didn't finish your book in the book club likes to read. She would. Yeah. Okay. So her character in this Hallmark movie, not that she was like mean or anything, but just her mannerisms and her facial expressions, the way she talked. In my first book, she would have been Amber. 
Oh, the ex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She That's was very like, she was very like, um, like porno sexual. Am I allowed wow. to say that on this podcast? In a, in a Hallmark movie? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just got a weird vibe from her. Um, I feel like I need to do some research on this to determine whether or not you're <laughs> right. So I'm going to need to know which Hallmark okay. movie that was. And I will watch it at least four times to let you know if I agree with you. It was almost like that's who she really is, but she was trying to act like this really sweet character. I don't know. I just, and she's beautiful. She really is. No one can ever deny that. But anyway, wow. of the, of the five Hallmark movies, that's the one that, I enjoyed, but her character kind of skeeved me out a little bit. And, um, but you watched the whole thing? Of course. I'm so not there, a no, I, I trouble with I have trouble with that. There are times where I will turn a Hallmark movie on and if I don't like the the either of the main characters, I will be like, I'm not watching this. I don't like that person. And I'm not rooting yeah. for them. So I don't it almost happened well, yesterday. It wasn't that I, it wasn't that I didn't like her. I just don't think that she portrayed a Hallmark actress. Okay. I think that she arched her back too much and pouted her lips too much and skeeved me out okay and i write steamy romance yeah anyway tuesday i taught four classes i went to the gym for my push class i burned 633 calories in 58 minutes got my butt kicked um i spent the afternoon going over chapter five to fix some inconsistencies that would have shown up in chapter six okay when i wrote this outline i said i'm editing as i go and i think this is bad but then when you were talking you had mentioned that you're writing to get the words down. You're not writing for the editor. I think I'm writing for the editor. Is yeah, that- I tried to do, no, I tried to do that for my second book. And it, I think it, I think it time-wise, it's like two different things. It's like, you're going to, you're going to write a first draft and then edit it. And it takes two months, or yeah. you're going to write a first draft and edit it at the same time. And when you're done, it took two months. Yeah. So like, I think for me, I'm, I'm finding it easier to get the words down and just move on than I was with book two when I tried to write it for the editor. So this is, I, and I did the same thing for book one and it worked out really well. So I'm going to go back to what I did for book one for this yeah. book. And I'm going to put in brackets and bold face in my, in my, uh, on my, on the page so that I can see later on when I go to edit what I need to add. What and you I'm just going to do. Yeah. The stuff where I have to stop and research, that's the stuff that I don't, I don't yeah. want to stop for that. And see for book one, I just wrote, and then it was horrible, but I also didn't know what I was doing. So I, maybe I think I just, I don't want to just write and have it be as bad as the first one was the first time I wrote it, you know? Anyway, um, Wednesday, I taught four classes. I went back to the gym for personal training. Um, in the afternoon, I went for my mammogram and then I went to the chiropractor. So I didn't do any writing. Um, Thursday, I taught four classes. I had to skip the gym. My body hurt so bad um, from Tuesday and Wednesday. I worked so hard and um, I knew I wasn't going to make it through the class. So I just skipped it. Um, I did some Christmas decorating outside. I ran a few errands to get some more decorations. And I wrote about three quarters of chapter six-ish. Friday, I taught three classes. My plan was to go to the 1030 um, uh, yoga class at the gym. But then I started cleaning up the house and doing laundry. And then I went through Kean's clothes and, and I had this huge box of clothes that don't fit him anymore. And I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, yoga started 20 minutes ago. Um, so I didn't go. 
Um, but I was able to spend about four hours in the afternoon writing. I finished chapter six. It's pretty rough. I'm going to have to go back and, you know, work on it a little bit. Um, yesterday I went to push class burn 645 calories in 60 minutes. I was trying to get the highest calorie burn because that's always my goal and very competitive. And actually Tuesday, I had the highest calorie burn until like the last four minutes. And then this chick on the bikes, she beat me by four calories. I was a little bummed by that. She doesn't know that I was competing with her. Um, but for all I know, she was competing with me. So, but yesterday I tried to get the highest calorie burn until this guy named Tom walked in and guys just burn more calories doing the same exact thing. That's, it's just a stupid fact of life that I hate. Um, so I burned 645 calories and he burned 970. Wow, good yes. for him. Anyway, after I came home and showered and got ready, Anna and I went to this huge antique mall out in Byron. It's, it's humongous. Mom would probably love it. Um, I found these really super cute salt and pepper shakers. Um, and then this like set of wooden coasters that I'm pretty sure we had when we were growing up. Um, so I had to buy them. They were like 10 bucks, I don't know. When you come down here and you see them, let me know if those are the ones that we had or did like somebody we know have them and that's where I recognize them from. Um, anyway, uh, let's see here. After we left the antique mall, we went to Target. It was a madhouse, a absolute madhouse. But Anna finished her Christmas shopping and then we stopped at Lowe's and I bought um, paint because after this podcast, I'm going to not only paint the pillars that I uh, power washed the paint off of last week, but I'm also going to paint my front door because it's really dark brown and the pillars are dark brown and my bricks are dark brown and my house is just dark brown. So I'm going to paint the front door like a deep red, like a burgundy color. Um, and I'm pretty excited for that. And then um, we came home and I made tacos and I didn't do any writing. So today podcast, paint the wooden post outside, um, paint the front door and finish the outside Christmas decorations. When you look at my house, it doesn't look like a whole lot of decorations, but it's taken me all week. So I'm finally going to finish it today, today. Your house is um, huge. And then what's that? Your house is huge though. So I, I can see why, you know. Yeah, but it just doesn't look like I have a whole lot out there. Do you have lights up? Uh, no. Okay. No. Um, I want to polish up chapter six, but we'll see if I can get that done. Um, as far as running lists of future things to do, I want to finish the outside Christmas decorations and write book two already. Um, I'm going to let you do your, your running list of things to do and you're addicted to because my son keeps waving at me through the door to ask me a question, even though his father is right upstairs. So okay. stand by. Okay. Uh, my running list of, of things to do is, um, I mean, it's the same one that it's been there for a while. It's get my book up on the website to sell autographed paperbacks. Again, uh, you know, Caro had sent an email to me a couple weeks ago saying at some point in the future, she is going to put together videos to do that. And I am happily waiting for those. And once those are done, I will take step-by-step -step directions from her and just do it and um, see how it goes. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I have gotten a bunch of requests for autographs, although you get a, a request for book one a lot more than you do book two, which is strange, but um, you know, that's fine. Um, in terms of addicted to, I have two things. Number one, 
um, the vaccine stuff. I love the science behind this, this coronavirus vaccine. You know, the UK approved it for emergency use last week and the US is probably going to do the first one Thursday and the second one the following Thursday. And I can't get enough of, just like with the COVID stuff, I can't get enough of the doctors and the scientists talking about it. I don't ever want to hear the news talk about it because I'm sure it's probably not true, but um, it's it's really just there to scare you so that you keep watching them, so that you keep watching their commercials. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a cynic or anything. Um, so, <laughs> but like, I'm just, I'm watching a lot of videos on, like I watched a 45 minute video a couple of days ago, uh, basically it was, it was, it would be like C-SPAN, but it was India. And I just watched people from India talking about what they're doing in, on it. Mm. Um, this was like Wednesday or Thursday night. I don't know. It was whatever. And I watched a bunch of Canadian ones too, because they're, they're all over YouTube. So um, yeah, so I, that, and that does lead in, it does help with my YouTube addiction is just finding stuff like that. So um, my second one though was Hallmark movies. I watched four of them this week. I didn't do five in eight hours, but I did four in about six days, which is good. Um, they're, I, I enjoy them, even though they're very formulaic and you can predict what's going to happen at the end. I don't care because they are fun to get to. I also enjoy kind of mystery science theatering my way through them where I'll just sit and yell out comments. I, I don't think people would want to be in the same room as me when I was watching them <laughs> um, because they're fun movies and I enjoy them, but I also enjoy making myself laugh by yelling out stupid things. So um, I love that you enjoy making yourself laugh. I do. I really like making myself laugh. Uh, so those are those are my addicted to. Um, wh- what do you got? Nothing. I oh. was just too busy to be addicted to anything, honestly. Um, yeah, that's all. Okay. Um, th- this week, let's see here. Tomorrow, I teach four classes. I'm going to wrap the majority of the presents. Um, I have everything purchased. So I'm done with my shopping, but one of your things is coming on Wednesday and one of Paris's is coming next week, but I have everything else. So I'm going to get all of my stuff wrapped um, and just kind of spend the day doing that. Tuesday, I have four classes. I go to the gym for push class and I'm going to write. Wednesday, I have four classes, go to the gym for personal training and write. Thursday, I have four classes. I have push class again, a doctor's appointment in the afternoon. I would like to write. It just depends on how much time I have between all of those things. Um, Friday, I teach three classes. Hopefully, I'll get my buns to the gym for yoga this week. Um, Saturday is push class. I'll do laundry, order groceries, catch up on whatever I need to do for the week. Sunday, podcast, food prep, and Zoom with our friends. And maybe write. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you keep saying that you want to polish chapter six. I think you ought to just go to chapter seven and write it. I know I should just to get the words down. I don't know. That seems like the best way to do it. I know there are the, 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 the better authors out there who've been around for a while. They can just sit and write a book in a couple of weeks. And, you know, it's probably very, very limited editing, if editing, if any at all. And it's like, I know I'm not there yet. So I'm just going to write. I I have like sections where I wrote, I have one chapter where I wrote in a bold face inside of brackets. I just wrote add dinner conversation here because I don't care right now what the dinner conversation is. I just want to get the story down. So yeah. I'll, um, yeah. So I don't know. I just, that's what I think. Okay. So for me, I'm uh, working from home all week. I'm working all five days, which is new. Um, I haven't done that in a couple of weeks and I actually only have two weeks of work left where I work all five days and then I'm off all of the following two weeks after that. So I'm, I, I just need to make it through these two weeks and I get to my vacation, which I'm very excited about. I haven't taken the week, the weeks between Christmas and New Year's, this two weeks, which is really, it's only six vacation days to get 
14, is it 14 days off? 16 days off, including weekends. Oh yeah. So it's 16 days off. So it's six vacation days to get 16 days off. So a lot of people do that. Um, I haven't done it since 2016, which is when I plotted book one. I plotted it during that point uh, when I first started um, and I've been working it. So I told the guys I work with, listen, I've been working it. I'm taking it this time. I don't care. We have to have coverage. It's not going to be me figured out. So, yeah. Um, and they did, which is good. So I, uh, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, Monday through Friday, then I'm going to get up. At, I'm going to try to get up at five every day. I don't know how well that's going to go, especially as I get later into the week. But Let me text you because I'm up at 4.30 every day. I, I would totally appreciate it if you did not do that. No. Um, okay. <laughs> so the plan is to get up at five, get ready for work, let the dog out, feed him, shower, get dressed, get ready. You know, I'll have to check a couple. Like I check my bank account every day. I check fantasy football news. Although with week 13 being this week, fantasy football news won't be as important for me because I won't be in very many playoffs. Um, so I should be able by 5.30 to write it from 5.30 to 7.00 just get as much as I can. And then what I've been doing at lunch is I've been writing a little bit, but I have been trying to get what I'm writing the next day ready also. So I don't have to spend mm-hmm. time doing that in the morning at five 30. I just, I'm, I know what I have. So that's, that's kind of what I'm going to do is from five 30 to seven, I'm going to write. And then whatever my lunches are, whether 1130 to one or 12 to one, whatever they end up being, I'm going to write a little bit. If I feel like I need to finish something from earlier that morning, and then I'm going to work on maybe take 15, 20 minutes and get ready the next chapter um, so that in the morning when I write it, I can sit down and do it. So that's kind of mm-hmm. what I'm doing this week. I have writer's club Thursday night. Other than that, I have nothing else planned. It's funny. We've been virtual since I believe April, March or April. You could probably actually join that writer's club if you want to, because we're virtual. It doesn't matter. Um, of course, we'll be, we'll be not virtual anymore in, in the next few months. So I don't know what you would do after that, but I'm sure you could log yeah. in if you wanted to. Um <laughs> And then also hopefully my, my building is finished this week. My little golf building in the back, the weather has been really terrible the last couple of weeks in terms of cooperating with people wanting to actually build stuff outdoors. Um, it was, this week was like snow and rain. They got people in Cleveland near where I work, got like a foot, foot and a half of snow this week. Like I got about four inches. I got about four inches down here at the most, but they, I mean, uh, a couple guys I work with lost power for some time. I mean, it was really bad up there. I saw some video last night from someone and uh, there was still snow on the ground where she was. And I haven't had snow on the ground in three days. So it's just been, yeah, the weather's been terrible. I haven't had snow on the ground in years. Exactly. Does it ever snow down there? Oh, it snowed in Atlanta and then it melted. Um, We've had flurries here, but nothing that ever stuck. And then before I lived here, we lived in Hawaii. We didn't get any snow. Um, Before that, I lived in Maryland and we got snow once. Only Before once? that, North Carolina, and we got snow maybe twice. I feel like it snows in Baltimore more than once. Well, we only lived there like 18 months. We oh, just got okay. snow once. Um, well, I'm, I mean, that's kind of what I get, though, for asking for someone to build me a building in basically November and December. Yeah. I mean, I can't I can't be upset about the fact that it's taking longer than it that I want it to because, you know, it's 30 degrees outside what, what, what it's like wanting you? to paint your house in um april in ohio right right you're gonna yeah, wait for gonna the rain every day rain yeah. every day. so um they, they did i did talk to the guy last week and he told me that he would be that they're currently they're like tentatively scheduled to finish it uh one day this week around thursday friday uh, wednesday thursday friday and if you look at the the weather it's going to be in the 40s and maybe even 50 on friday so I, I do expect that if it doesn't rain i do expect it to get done this week um but you never know and once it's done I might start using those lunch breaks to hit golf balls. Um, 
and I might do it after work when it's dark at like 5.30 also. You never know. It just depends on the weather. As long as it's not horrible, I got no problem going out there in, in, in pants and a hoodie and swing a golf club for like an hour. Um, yeah. So, but, but if the five o'clock and the other thing about the five o'clock writing thing is I'm going to have to get used to getting up at 5am again at some point, cause I'm going to have to go back to work at some point in the future. My guess is it's going to be maybe, uh, maybe March or April when it's every day, but probably in January, February, I'll be going back once every four weeks again. So who knows, but so that's my week. Um, I'm, I'm looking for a pretty uh, good week this week in terms of writing and getting emails done and all that good stuff. And, uh, hopefully I can actually you know, come through with it. So I want to, maybe I can write two chapters this week. (laughs) Dare to dream. Dare to dream. (laughs) Um, All right. That is the podcast for today. Do you have anything else? No, I also don't. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can contact me, Jerry at jerryavanoff.com is my email website, jerryavanoff.com really hasn't changed much. Um, Twitter and Facebook, Jerry E25 on Twitter, Facebook, um, Jerry Evanoff author, uh, I schedule posts every now and then on there where I'll just schedule out a whole week and then I'll go three weeks without doing that. So if you want to see those, feel free to like my author page. Uh, I am on Instagram for now. Uh, Snapchat, which is my favorite social media site. Find me there. I think it's Jugdish1925. You follow me there and watch all my fun stories. Um, yeah, that's how you find me. I need to learn Snapchat. I don't understand it at all. Um, I know how to open it and look at your stories. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my website is lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me, lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook, Lindsay Evanoff Author, Instagram, Lindsay Evanoff Author, and Twitter, Evanoff Lindsay. If you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page, and until next week. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.